Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Catholic bishops over the weekend expressed concern, a really interesting letter that they've issued, that older people were being treated like a burden in conversations around assisted dying. And they've actually said that it leaves people feeling vulnerable and even like bed blockers. And I was just sort of surprised when I read this commentary. Um, Is this really how we treat our elderly? And if so, how do we ever progress and have productive conversations around dying with dignity without now leaving, as the bishops say, a lot of people feeling very exposed? And I, I just wonder, I mean, do you think we treat older people in this country like they're a burden. Um, Journalist Valerie Cox is with us on the line today. Valerie, do do you agree with the Catholic bishops on this? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I think, yes, we do treat older people like a burden. I think the attitude in this country is that if you reach a certain age and you've survived, we'd be much happier if you just went into the corner and died quietly. Um, Particularly, I think, in the health services, um, in all all kinds of services in this country, you know, the way we look after our old people, the way we are so slow to provide funding to keep people in their own homes. And I was interested in this um, Day of Life pastoral letter from the Archbishop because, you know, he actually referred to the difficulties people had during COVID. Mm. And I think, yes, during COVID was a very specific situation and older people did feel like bed blockers and they felt they were a burden. And there was so much around nursing homes and people having to die on their own that they must have felt absolutely lousy. So the one thing he did say was so that, you know, especially in nursing homes and care homes, and maybe we should be looking a lot more at having people in their own homes where they're not going to experience this severity. Um, there is a movement at the moment, you know, saying that there are thousands of people in nursing homes who probably shouldn't be there, don't need to be there. Some people do, of course. And we should be getting them back into their own homes. Now, I also think we're not giving older people the credit for using their brains and just thinking about it. Because when people get to a certain age, it doesn't mean that they've lost their capacity to think, to reflect on their experiences and so on. And this topic of assisted suicide and euthanasia has come up so many times. It's actually been a reality in a number of countries at this stage. And they have made mistakes as well. But, you know, I think in Ireland, to a certain extent, we would have to trust the legislation on this. I mean, last year, a bill did come forward um, from the people before Prophet TD, Gino Kenny. That's right. And this was dying with dignity. And the government refused to progress that. Uh, Well, it was actually the Oireachtas Justice Committee. Mm. And there is going to be a parliamentary committee to examine this. But when issues come up, that would be fairly normal. Um, How we deal with all of this, though, yes, we we make a big secret out of death. Um, In the UK, for the last while, they've been having these death cafes where people ramble in, eat cake and talk about their own demise. That's right. We talked about it here in the show, actually. Yeah, and it's, it's a very healthy movement. But I think if you look at older people, they are the very ones who have lost so many of their family, their companions, and they're the ones who will talk about death and who aren't afraid of death. I think it's younger people, you know, putting this sort of veil over older people that is the problem.
Stay with us, Valerie, if you don't mind, because actually you just mentioned Gino Kenny there um, a few moments ago, and Gino Kenny is with us here uh, on the line, um, People Before Profit TD, because Gino, as as Valerie mentioned, you tabled the Dying with Dignity bill uh, that was previously discussed. Um, What's your view, first of all, actually, on this uh, Bishop's letter from over the weekend? Well, it's there's nothing kind of surprising in relation to you know the Catholic Church, i.e., you know, bishops against um, assisted dying. They're kind of they're quite consistent uh, in relation to their opposition to it. Uh, what I have an issue with is that you know it's it's spreading fear in relation to those of advanced age um, in Ireland. And I just want to be very specific about what kind of voluntary assisted dying is about. It's not somebody that's of, of advanced age. Somebody of advanced age could never avail of assisted dying. So that's, let's rule that out. It's those that are, have a terminal illness mm. that come to the end of their life. And in that situation, they should have a choice. Um, and, you know, obviously, if you're in, you know, part of the Catholic Church, the hierarchy, you know, they will use fear. They've used fear for many, many kind of issues over the last number of decades. It hasn't worked uh, because the Catholic Church used fear for other things to kind of, I suppose, get people aligned in relation to their ideology. Okay, but, but, but uh, in relation, though, Gino, to like, I mean... The bishops and priests that are talking to members of the public who, yes, are, are, you know, part of the congregation, maybe on a weekly or a daily basis. But what they've come back and said is that people, and I'll just quote a little bit from the letter. Many people feel they've become a burden or or can feel treated as a burden. Language used, you know, nearly like a bed blocker or a nuisance because they move slowly and they struggle with physical challenges and live a different rhythm of life. They often feel vulnerable and worry when they hear talk about an even concrete proposals for legislation around um, assisted dying or assisted uh, or euthanasia. And we share their concerns in better valuing older people. We need to find new ways of building bridges by our actions. So I understand what you're saying, that the, the proposals around the Dying with Dignity bill that you brought forward were very specifically in relation to people who had a terminal um, a terminal yeah. diagnosis for which there was no change to their prognosis likely. But obviously that yeah. that message has somewhere been lost. Yeah, I mean obviously some of the language that's used in the letter in relation to bed blockers and obviously, you know, all the people, you know, in certain, I mean the vast majority of people that died during COVID in, in Ireland, but the vast majority were kind of above 65 and it had affected that age group probably disproportionately um, and all in relation to nursing homes and so forth. But I just want to get back to the Andrea, the main point. What has assisted dying, the issue of assisted dying, got to do with those in our society that are you know, of advanced age? I don't see the link at all. I just don't. You know, If somebody can show me the link, uh, I'd be happy to kind of articulate why voluntary assisted dying, the debate around it, has got to do with, you know, somebody that's uh, of an older age. I just don't get it. I okay. just want well, to be you... specific about it again. So it's like, you know, but again, okay, Andre, it's about fear. And it's, a, okay. it's kind of... Well, let, let me just ask, Gino, let, let me just ask Valerie, because Valerie is still with us too in the line. Uh, Valerie, like, can you see where this link has been made? 
Well, I think uh, Gino is kind of making the link there himself, contradicting himself, because he says the church is using fear. Um, you know, the church is always the scapegoat here. I don't think the church is using fear. If you read the entire pastoral letter, I mean, it talks about palliative care and so on. And I mean, we've become much better in this country in providing hospices and palliative care all around the country. And not just exactly when people are dying, but also to give them respite when there may be, you know, at the, in the end stage of their lives. Um, they are being treated as a burden in many ways. I do believe that. But I think the introduction of decent palliative care, which we're pretty good at now, has taken away that fear from older people. But I think there'll always be people who jump in if the church makes a statement and says, oh, you know, the church is spreading fear. In this case, they're not. They're saying, please don't spread fear. But even that, I think they've gone too far with it. I don't think anybody really is. Um, the, the fact there that Gino talks about going to um, Dignitas in Switzerland um, for end of life, um, and he says, you know, you can't actually go at the very end. He's absolutely right. So, you know, people who take that choice, and there have been some from Ireland, they're making that decision probably two or three years uh, before they would have to. And that is a regret for many people, of course, because they're going to miss out on those two or three years because physically they won't be able to go near the end. And, I mean, I've talked to people who've been to Dignity, or not have been, but are planning to go to Dignity. They're family members, yeah, no, I know. Yes, yeah. and, you know, it is a very sad, lonely way to die. Um, the Dignitas uh, facility is in an industrial estate and it is a, a very sad thing to do. And this is why people are saying, well, OK, maybe we should have it here. And, you know, in some ways, Andrea, we already do because we don't balk at giving dying people all the drugs they need, um, heavy morphine, all the rest of it, to get them through this very precious and very difficult stage of life for many people. And that is already being done. Um, I think, you know, if it, we were to go ahead with any of this, I mean, it's going to take a long time. But if we did, we really have to learn from the way things have happened abroad and the mistakes that have been made. I mean, in Belgium at one stage, they actually uh, passed legislation to allow the euthanasia of children, uh, which I thought was pretty horrific. Um, the, that's changed now yeah, do, but we do need to learn from what other countries have done Yeah well I think that has very much been the case and I, I know Gina we've we've talked to you here on this programme and you know mm-hmm. many many occasions about this just where is um, where is that special committee that was set up to kind of have you know a, a deeper look if you want to call it that into the Dying with Dignity Bill where is that at at the minute? Or is it Andrea, totally? Obviously it's, it's two years ago since the the bill was passed Yeah it was recommended that it would go to the Justice Committee. Now, the Justice Committee abdicated completely from, from its responsibility in doing anything. It obviously made a recommendation that a special committee mm. be set up. I'm what does that happen, Jess? That no, that special committee will be set up sometime this year, hopefully in the next four to six weeks, and then it will run for nine months. It will examine the issue around assisted dying, and then it will make its recommendations to the DAW. Um And in the meantime, I will be drawing up a new uh, piece of legislation when that uh, special committee ends. Mm. So it's really so, the, it's the next it's 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 after the next summer recess, really, Gino. Before it's any further. Yeah, away. when that special when the special committee finalises its recommendations, it will be July twenty three. Yeah, and there's still okay. what okay. twenty months left to the government. Then, so I'm hoping that uh, the government will then take that recommendations on and would legislate 
for the issue around okay. the I've been asking people today to just get in touch with us uh, on this. You've been listening to Valerie Coxon and um, Deputy Gino Kenny and Jill is texting and she says older and old people are treated disgracefully in this country. They are now the only group in society without a voice and it seems nobody cares. There's no respect for older people in Ireland. The opposite to what you see in many other cultures where they're, where they're older people are highly regarded and respected for their knowledge and experience. They're a very valuable part of society and they should be treasured and I think this must change here. Lorraine says I agree with Valerie a lot more support and assistance needs to be provided by government in order for as many people as possible to consider and decide to stay at home instead of maybe nursing home options often being the only option when somebody becomes sick or incapable of caring for themselves at home. Most people would like to be at home and not in a nursing home. And Laura's got in touch as well on 53106 and says on the topic of dying with dignity or assisted suicide um, it's now been offered in, in, in cases of severe depression says Laura now Laura I don't know where you've gone with that but uh, she goes on to tell the story about having worked um, within a within a health organisation oh yeah my fellow nurses and doctors have said that we have bed blockers um, and it's often seen that you know without using any level of compassion that many people are very much in favour of it with regards to bed blockers Lunchtime live at newstalk.com. That's the email address if you want to get in touch with us. June has got in touch as well. I'm an older person with a spinal condition and I'm also an atheist and I do not want the Catholic Church or anybody else telling me that I should not be free to make my own choice about how I exist on this earth. Thanks from June. Keep them coming into us. 53106 is the number. Uh, journalist Valerie Cox, uh, People Before Profit TD, Gino Kenny, thanks to you both for joining us here on the programme. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.